Jeremiah 29, uh, verse 11 reads this way out of the New King James Version Bible. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, uh, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. I'm going to read that again out of the New King James Version Bible. That's Jeremiah 29, verse 11. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, uh, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. That verse of scripture is extremely powerful. It tells us how God thinks towards us. That verse of scripture, if you want to know what God is thinking about you, you read Jeremiah 29 verse 11. That particular scripture will tell you how God thinks about you. And a lot of people struggle with the fact that they, they don't really know how God thinks about them. Well, Jeremiah tells us, and Jeremiah is a major prophet, and he's telling us, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord. This is what the Lord is saying. Thoughts of peace and not of evil. Even if you're struggling with your peace, even though there's some evil things going on, God is not thinking that way towards you. To give you a future, future and a hope. So God is thinking futuristically towards you. So whatever is going on now, God is thinking futuristic towards you. And he's thinking hopeful thoughts towards you. I'm going to read that to you out of the message Bible. And then we're going to dissect it a little bit. And then we're, we're going to pray. Out of the message Bible, Jeremiah 29 verse 11. I know what I am doing. I have it all planned out plans to take care of you, not abandon you, plans to give you the future you hope for. That is absolutely powerful coming from the Message Bible. It's powerful coming from the New King James Version Bible, but it's really powerful when it comes from the Message Bible. The Lord says, I know what I'm doing. I have it all planned out. He said, I have it all planned out. Plans to take care of you not abandon you, plans to give you the future you hope for. Now, the future is ahead of you. The things that you've endured are behind you. So God is not as much interested in what happened yesterday as he is in what's going to happen today and forward. So God's thoughts are for you, everything to turn out well for you. God's thoughts is for everything to, to pan out, things that seem like they would never clear up. God's plan is for those things to clear up. Everything that, that caused you to have a restless night last night, God's plan is a hopeful plan towards you that, that you will have the best and not linger in the worst. I'm going to go through three points here and then we'll get into prayer. Number one, prepare for what's next. I, I know what you've been through. I know what you've been through. I know what you've experienced, but I want you to prepare for what's next. I, I, I don't know what's next in your life. I don't really know completely what's next in my life, but I know what I'm hoping for. Well, prepare for what you're hoping for. So to prepare for what's next is to prepare for what you're hoping for. So whatever that is, and, and I encourage you is sometime throughout the day, write it down so you can see it. Prepare for what's next. So prepare for what you're hoping for. Put your faith in what you're hoping for. Don't use all your energy on things that are distasteful, things that were, that you were not happy about, things that, not, that were not comfortable, things that you have, have experienced. No, no, no. I want you to change your way of thinking because this is the way God thinks. God is thinking more about what's next. 
And God is thinking about your future and he wants you to have a hope in your future. So if, if this is a turbulent moment right now, well, what do you want your future to look like? What are you expecting in your future? Because whatever you're expecting in your future and you have hope for it, God says, that's something I can work with. What you're doing is you're giving God something to work with. When you're thinking and you're reminiscing on your past, that God can't work with that because that's done. That can't be changed. But God, if you would change your thought patterns towards what's next, prepare yourself for what's next. God said, I can work with that. God says, I can work with you believing and having hope for a wonderful life, even if you had a turbulent life. I, I, can, I can see myself whole in the future, even though I may be diagnosed with something right now that, that is not, that's not conducive to what I'm, I want to do in life. But I have to think hopefully in the future and have to continue to think hopefully about the future, even though the, the present seems to be irritating me. Well, I, as long as I know I have a future and God said he had a future for me, he said he had peace for me. He had he, he doesn't does not intend to bring evil upon me. So he's thinking about my future. So I want to think about my future. What does my future look like versus now? My future looks really good versus now. So that's where my hope is going to be. Number two, think more about your future than your past. Think more about your future than your past. Sometimes we spend most of the day thinking about the past. A large portion of our day is spent thinking about something that we cannot change. So I want, you, I want to shift your energy. I want to shift your energy towards thinking more about your future than you're thinking about your past. I want you to make a choice today that you're going to think more about your future because your future has to do with what's next. Your future has to do with God's plan. He said it in his word. So sometimes you can get so caught up in thinking about your past, you, you don't even recognize your future when you start to approach it. So I want you to think more about your future than your past. The past seems to consume us. Uh, we spend hours upon hours thinking about things that won't help us, thinking about things that's, that's not going to be beneficial to us. You know, I learned from the past. Once I learned that lesson, I don't need to keep rehearsing the past because I can't change that. But what I can do is I can change the future. I can set the stage for the best, best future of my life. I can set the stage. I can, I can plan especially when I line up with God's plan. If he has peace for me, I'm going to plan peace. If he has a future that doesn't have a lot of chaos and a lot of evil in it, I'm going to start planning for that. And it takes the energy of your planning for the future. Your, your past needs none of your energy. You cannot spend your day consumed with negative energy from your past. You got to push yourself out there. You got to be intentional about it. You got to do some things that bring joy to your life because thinking about the past makes you depressed. I don't want to be depressed. So I started thinking about the peaks that's ahead of me. I started thinking about the, 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 uh, the evil free life that's ahead of me. There will be periods of time in your life that you are going to be free from oppression. God has to give you that. There were times in the Old Testament that the war ceased, that peace was on the earth. God has a time. You got to live long enough to see it. God has a time that he is going to reward those who didn't give up with peace. Uh, in my writing, and I'm not advertising any of my books, all my books is empowerment to people. Uh, 
10 years of unprecedented peace, favor, and abundance. That particular book was to talk about an unparalleled season that God would bring you in that doesn't even, doesn't even seem anything like what you have been through. In fact, it's a, it's a, what you're coming into is a, is a contradiction of what you've been through. So you have to shift your mindset and, and prepare yourself and plan. When you're coming into goodness, you have to plan, you have to execute, you have to use that energy for your future. You got a really good future and God is validating it through his word. So get excited about your future, no matter how horrendous your past has been. The future is what you're gonna focus on. You're gonna think more about your future because it's gonna take your mind. It's gonna take the intellectual part of you, thinking out, planning out, structuring, envisioning, what's going to happen for you next you cannot you cannot you cannot allow your mind to be consumed with images from the past you you gotta you gotta gradually let that go because your future your future is calling for you your future is celebrating you and see you you have to leave the morning to go to the celebration that's ahead of you i promise you God will never allow any person to experience anything that's gut-wrenching. I want to use that term without having a plan for the future. Jesus had to go through uh, the crucifix. He had to be buried in the borrowed tomb. But in three days, on Sunday morning, it was his future. It was celebration. He, he had in his mind, I'm going to make it through this crucifix. I'm going to make it through this tomb. I am going to get to that place of glory. And he arrived there. Why? That was the plan. So the plan was executed and it was fulfilled. Now the Bible says that Jesus is seated on the right hand of the Father. I don't know what your future seat is, but I can tell you this. It's a good place. So I encourage you to start thinking about that good place, that productive place, that rewarding place, that place you want to spend all your time in. Start thinking more about that. Number three, God is excited about your future and you should be excited as well. God is excited about your future. Based on Jeremiah 29 verse 11, God is excited about your future. Now, the worst thing that can happen. The worst thing that can happen this morning is God be excited about your future and you're not excited at all. You want to keep you want to know what keeps me going. Let me let me tell you what keeps me going. Let me tell you what keeps me powerful, excited, getting up and doing what I do is I'm excited about what God is excited about. God is excited about my future. And it will be an indictment for me to not be excited about my future. If he's excited about it, and it says, and these are the thoughts that he thinks towards me, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give me a future and a hope. He wants me to become more hopeful and more put more faith in my future because he has faith in my future. Let me tell y'all something before I pray. God has so much hope for your future and so much excitement for your future he sent me on with this message this morning for you. So regardless of what's going on right now, it is your future that God is excited about. And I let me tell you this, I am going to meet God. And I'm not talking about going to heaven right now. I am going to meet God in my future joy, my future celebration, my future explosion, my future success, my future, my future friends, my, yeah, my future partners, 
all those things, my future relationships, that iron sharpens iron. I got some people coming in my future that's going to make me so much better. You have some people coming in your future. Don't stay in your past and miss your future. There's so much love and so much embracing that's going to come in your future. There's so much excitement that's going to come in your future. That's why you have to let go of your past. I know you don't want to let go of it, but you got to let go of it because people are already celebrating you. Can you imagine this? And I'm about to pray. Can you imagine this? It's your birthday. All the ones who are having a birthday today and the ones who are not, we're going to celebrate just as much as you are because it's your birthday. They're having you a, a party. It's a surprise party. You know absolutely nothing about it, but they have to, uh, they have to navigate you to a certain spot, a certain venue of celebration. And you're asking all these questions. You're like, I don't want to go. I don't feel like going, but there's a celebration and all these people, and God are gathered to celebrate you. They're waiting on you. They've been there for over an hour. They're so excited, anticipating you walking through the door. The lights are dim. Everything, everybody's hiding, waiting on you to open up the door and turn the lights on. Now, it takes everything to get you there. It takes everything to, to try to keep it as, as a, a surprise. But I want to tell you, come into compliance this morning. If you come into compliance, when you walk through that door and you flip those lights on and everybody jumps up and says surprise and God's standing right there, been waiting on you, waiting to celebrate you, waiting to uplift you, waiting to encourage you, waiting to make sure that what happened in the past doesn't have any influence on what's happening right now. I came to tell you as I start praying, I believe the celebration. I can feel it down in me. I can feel the Holy Spirit. I can feel the power of God. I can feel it right now. I know you can feel it too. There's a room filled with God and people that's waiting to celebrate you. You thought nobody else wanted to celebrate you. Nobody else cared. That is not the truth. That is not the truth. Those are, are the residue fragments of the past that makes you feel like that. But I came to tell you, let us Come on, open the door, turn the lights on. Let's start our celebration. Let's start our celebration right now because God's excited. You need to be excited. They're taking you. You need to think like this. I'm going somewhere. I'm going somewhere. And I know I've been hurt. I know I've gone through a lot, but I'm going somewhere where the celebration starts and I am going to come into compliance. I am going to follow apostle today because I am not going to miss my celebration. We got to pray, guys, before I preach during this whole session. This I am the one session. You are the one. You're the one being celebrated. All the birthdays, you're the one being celebrated. All of you who got on and those who will get on later today, you're the one being celebrated. Father, we thank you. We thank you for your word. We thank you for you having our future in safe hands. God, you can handle our future. Nothing can steal our future because you are thinking peace towards us and not evil. You're thinking a future and a hope. God, we have a hope for the best, even if we've experienced the worst. God embraces today. Get us to the celebration today. Get us up out of our past. Get our minds out of the past, God. You love us. You're sending us towards 
towards people who love us and care about us and celebrate us, that's not intimidated by us, that's not going to attack us, but they're going to lift us. They're going to make us better, God, for everything that we've been through, God. You are going to set up something that makes us so much better, and there is no parallel to what's coming. There is no parallel. Nothing in your past can even compete with what, what's coming. No celebration in your past can compete with the celebration that God has ahead of you. God has your future in safekeeping right now. I see people right now with, with tears streaming down their face. It's okay. Their, their tears are celebration. You're going to celebrate more in this time of your life than you have celebrated in all of your life. We release the power of God into your life. We release the vision, the image of the future. We release it right now. We remove the fog right now. We remove everything that tries to distract you from the bright, successful, fulfilling, overcoming, let me tell you, future that you have. You have such a future. It takes God to think about it. It takes God thoughts to think about it. You got to think like God thinks. God says, my ways are higher than your worries. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. God is thinking goodness towards you. God is thinking how much he wants to bless you. God is thinking how much he's going to celebrate you. And God's got a few people still in the earth that want to celebrate you as well. And that's where you are, Father, in the name of Jesus. Open up our eyes to see. Don't let us, God, linger anymore in the past when the future is just waiting for us. Father, the anticipation that we would show up is just overwhelming. Father, there's legions and legions of angels that are in celebration mode just for us. And if legions in all heaven will rejoice over one soul being saved, God, heaven will rejoice over us showing up for our future because the future will become the present if we keep moving. Father, if we can get an image of what's coming next, God, the party starts this morning. If we can get an image of what you want to do for us, how you want to love us, how you want to embrace us, how you want to make us a, a, a family, God. Some of us suffer in the area your family, but God, you you created family. God, you have so much more in store for us. And Father, today through this prayer, God, stimulate the Holy Spirit in us so we don't miss anything that you have for us. God, we come off of that pause. God, we move towards our future. We embrace our future. We get excited, just as excited as you are, God. We become excited about our future. We have great anticipation for something so great, God so many surprises, so many gifts. God, you're pouring out so much on us. God, we don't know how to take it all in. And that's what the future holds for us. And I thank you for those who are listening. I thank you for those who are hearing. I thank you for the celebration that breaks out in their souls today. I thank you for every good and perfect gift comes from above. God, load us down with the gifts that comes from above. Load us down with things that only you can give. God, put us in situations that only you can orchestrate. Father, every single thing that you have for us, we believe that we receive and we're excited right now. And God, we anticipate our faith, our hope rises to a greater level levels right now because we know that you are thinking good thoughts towards us, God. You're setting the stage for something for us, God, that we could not think of ourselves. God, you exceed the celebration that we would normally think. God, you said you do exceedingly abundantly above all we could ask or think. So, Father, we thank you now, God, that you that exceedingly, that abundantly, that above, God, begins to permeate in our lives. It begins to pulsate in our lives. It begins 
begins to manifest and break through in our lives. It begins to override, God, the past thoughts, the past pain, the past disappointment. It begins to override it right now. And because it's overriding it right now, God, we have a reason to celebrate today. We have a reason to be excited. We have a reason to show up. And you have every reason to show up. Don't miss God showing out by you not showing up. Come on out of the past. I know it's painful. I know you don't want to let it go, but it's worth letting go and moving into what God has for you. I refuse to miss it. I know you're not going to miss it. You're hearing from me. You have hope for the future. You have faith in the future. And the future is a good place that God can demonstrate to you how much he loves you. You are going to experience the love of God because your future is where God manifests the most. Come on. Let's go there. Let's see it. Let's imagine it. Let's believe in it. Let's hope for it. Let's experience it because God, if he established it, the devil can never take it from you. God bless you. Amen. Amen. It's been a wonderful morning. I, I'm, I'm in celebration mode. I choose to do that all day. I'll be celebrating all the birthdays all day. I'll be celebrating my future. I'll be celebrating your future. And one thing I always want you to know, you don't ever have to wonder if I'm celebrating with you. You don't have to ever wonder if Lady Davis is celebrating with you. We're always going to celebrate with you. And we're always, if we're going to come into your life in the worst time of your life, we're going to help you out of the worst time of your life to the greatest time of your life. And we want to be there. We want to be there in the hard times. But we are looking forward and excited about the good times because good times are on their way. Have a great day. I love you all. Lady Davis loves you all. Uh, if I don't get a chance to talk to you again before Christmas, I want you to have a merry, merry, merry Christmas because God has that in store for you. Amen. Have a wonderful day. I'll see many of you tomorrow night, but some of you, if I do not see you, I love you. Lady Davis loves you. And most of all, God loves you. Have a wonderful day. If you're ever in the Birmingham area, we'd love to see you. Stop by because everyone is welcome at Refresh Family Church. It's full of friendly people, a warm atmosphere, and a powerful word. Our service times are Sundays at 9 a.m. or our empowerment service on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. We're located at 117 12th Court Northwest in Birmingham, Alabama. We'll see you soon at Refresh. Want to find out more about Apostle Stephen A. Davis? Well, log on, because StephenADavis.org is now live. That's right, log on to StephenADavis.org now, and you can find out all about him. Watch live broadcasts and get all the information you need at StephenADavis.org. Available on all platforms. Log on today. Refresh Family Church. As we worship together, remember our five goals. Serving the needs of families. Reaching the lost. Equipping the saints. Reaching the nations. And transferring to generations. At Refresh Family Church, we're more than just a church. We're a nation. To find out more, log on to StephenADavis.org. We'll see you next time.